1: going on everybody and welcome back to another episode of no other pod uh, victory pod edition isn't it i'm jimmy and he's Dan. dan we is a post one oh it's a victory pod
2: bro you got any gray hairs up in that uh, beautiful red mane of yours cuz i got some grays coming in <laughs> it's
1: it, if i didn't before that game gave them to me so <laughs>
2: absolutely i got a tummy ache from the damn roller coaster man what a my day my god and then i did the chiefs later that night tried to do the same thing to me it was it was crazy just crazy a, sunday i did not expect then the undertaker retired what's happening <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just an emotional sports weekend
2: oh my god
1: uh no what's that new was you buddy
2: what's new you've been gaming
1: <laughs> you know uh, i've uh i have the the few days off before mm. thanksgiving um you know i'm a gamer now yeah yeah i have i have the series x yep so that's good it's great and i bought a monitor So that's good. I got a nice, you know, Dell gaming monitor now that I've hooked up my Series X to because I was like, look, if I'm spending five hundred dollars on a Series X,
2: you got that four K monitor, huh?
1: I can't play it on a 12-year-old 720p TV that I've been playing my OG Xbox one on. It's not
2: fair to the Xbox. It's like, why are you doing this to me? You should have just left me at Walmart and let someone else take it.
1: Right. (laughs) So and you know, and originally I wasn't gonna buy a monitor because I was like, Well, look my xbox can't even play like new games like i tried to play jedi fallen order on my original xbox one and it just it like simply does not load properly like it freezes like the graphics don't load so like skeleton looking like non-rendered characters are like running around it's just too you big you gotta of mess game. with the
2: settings it's it's weird but i even
1: tried like it really? just it simply does not render properly so i was like okay. this isn't gonna be fun but so i can i was like at least i'll be able to play games like that but then i was i was like no like with the colors and the refresh rate and everything that this is supposed to have. I was like, I I can't do this. So I didn't spring for a 4k monitor because I talked, I talked with my cousin and my brother who are very tech nerdy people. One of them was a former video game developer. And what he told me is he said, don't go for, um, 4k resolution if it sacrifices refresh rate. So what I did, and, and right now the 4k, uh, monitors that are also up to 144 hertz refresh rate plus they have the dc ip3 or whatever color that you need like th- those are like thousands of dollars so i ended up so finding... i don't know really anything
2: about that i'm assuming my 4k does not <laughs> do that i would assume but i, I, I to don't look know the specs and stuff whatever it still
1: looks great it,
2: and i'm long, having a good time
1: as long as it looks gorgeous and mine does and get this though GameStop
2: sells sells me the more expensive new call of duty game for the new system yeah but they gave me the old the game that's for can play on both but it's uh, not the it's not specifically for the new one right the series x so i start version. playing the campaign and it froze on me three times and the xbox would just shut off and i was like I'm so mad. Like, this is <laughs> is it going to catch fire? I've heard about this.
1: Oh my god.
2: So I start looking into it, and the boxes look the same, but yeah. there's like a little X in the corner yeah. on games. Yeah. And so I take it back in and get this, dude. You'll love this. The lady tries to sell me their little GameStop $30 pro subscription or whatever. Yeah, hell no. She's like, look, man, you've been in here twice already. It would have paid for itself. And I'm like, I wouldn't have been in here twice if you would have sold me the right fucking game.
1: Right. <laughs> Give me the first game, the right game in the first place that I paid for. And I, I was just be like,
2: here. before that day, I hadn't been in here in years. Right. Like, how dare yeah. you, woman? <laughs> you, what the hell? I was so mad.
1: Yeah. It. It. Um. I just, I don't, I don't go into, I don't know the last time I've been into a GameStop. It's, you know, I traded
2: in a bunch of stuff, probably yeah. got zero value for it, but whatever.
1: Last time I was there, like the dude who was working the counter, like he was kind of doing the same sort of deal, like just really selling their like GameStop plus whatever. And I was just like, I don't, I don't game enough for this. And I'm all about the digital games now. Like I bought a couple of games. And I'm just buying them straight from the, the Microsoft store onto my Xbox. And then I don't have to worry about swapping out discs and anything. So yeah. that's I hadn't uh, even
2: thought about that, but
1: yeah, I, you, got, you don't have game pass yet do you i do have game pass
2: oh, you got the game pass dude. i have I'm all game over pass. game pass i played untitled goose game yesterday oh
1: i've heard that's good i haven't played it yet
2: it's super weird i was like <laughs> i was like am i a fucking goose right now yeah, just causing yeah. mischief
1: <laughs> no that one's good i've played sea of thieves with my my yeah, uh I heard my brothers decent. and my cousins it's it's fun as like a co-op experience mm. because it's a pretty decent like pirate sailing simulator because yeah. you get on a ship and like you literally have to like one of you is going to be doing the the steering while you know a couple others are going to be like actually doing the individual sails and Swabbing the, anchor the poop deck and, and one of you has to be up in in the crows and has to be looking out for people on the horizon to attack you like it's it's, it's kind of under some villages right the actual like game content itself like isn't that intense like there's only like you go kill some skeletons on an island you go look for mm. some treasure occasionally there's a new boss that you got to beat but like the fun part yeah. is just like trolling other people who are in the game and like we've gotten really good this is this is way too detailed people don't care at this point but <laughs> we we've gotten really good at like i'll go full speed sailing as fast as i can right past somebody uh another ship like another player and you can actually shoot yourself out of a, out of your own cannon at to another player ship so my cousin will launch himself out of the cannon as i sail full speed just blowing by their ship he'll launch himself onto their ship go like throw some food onto their stovetop below deck jump off the ship they don't know what's happening and next thing they know their whole ship's on fire and we're just sailing around watching it and then we just collect all their loot after they sink sounds super realistic (laughs) (laughs) so outside of shooting yourself out of a cannon the rest of it it's not bad (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna let their bathtub overflow (laughs) we're just we're just pirate trolls which is i feel like just what a pirate is just a troll of the seas
2: oh man it's a lot of good a lot of good content on there it's fun um we should sync up some time and 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 uh plunder some villages oh yeah
1: absolutely but uh pillage is it called pillage the village pillage and plunder 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 is like for treasure yeah, pl- that's one, spelunking, not to be plunder, confused with spelunking. Plunder after you pillage, maybe? No, not right. So, <laughs> anyway, we uh, we have a big game that we need to talk about and preview Victory, uh, baby! Minnesota next week uh, and talk about the rest of the playoffs a little bit. But we did get some new reviews. We got three new reviews to talk oh, about this weekend. Oh, hell. I'm so, excited um, about that. We we got two five-star reviews. Very good. Very high Naturally. price. What's the third one? Uh, well, we got one. That is a one-star review. And, this well, was the first and they left one a comment got. they left a comment and and i oh my gosh that's ballsy <laughs> we're, we're not gonna dwell too long on this but i know no, that we're not gonna be mad we well surely um, i won't <laughs> let's 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 just say what this says it's called <laughs> that's the h-e-h is the the title okay. one star by wbkc mo from november 11th liked it until y'all brought politics into it lost respect that is the entirety of the review. So that's I, it. That's it. Let me just oh, say, W B hurts my ribs. K C Mo. First off, goodbye. We will not miss you. Yeah, so, he's listening
2: right now. Well, or you she. Know,
1: whatever. I hope you listen to the rest of what we have to say about your review, and then you can turn it off. So, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> if you, Jimmy mad right now, guys. Listen up, have, Jimmy's mad. If you have followed either myself. Or Dan, but especially myself. I'm a little bit more vocal about some of this stuff on, on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not that smart to you're, really put it into words. You're not going to be surprised where I stand on some of this stuff. And oh boy. and people are allowed to disagree. Let me be clear. People are, are, are allowed to disagree on policy. People are allowed to disagree on politics. People are allowed to disagree on, on how to how it is, has how is best to go about things. It's not my place to tell people what and how to think. What people are not allowed to disagree on is, is facts. What people are not allowed to disagree on is basic human kindness and empathy. What people are not allowed to disagree on is the rights and the right to exist of other people. And every time we have brought up quote unquote politics on this podcast, it has not been to talk about Joe Biden's economic plan or, or why Bernie Sanders you know, thinks that erasing all student debt is is a, a sound fiscal policy to boost the economy. And while I agree with 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 that stuff, the politics, quote unquote, that WBKC Moe references that we've talked about on this podcast is wearing a mask in the middle of a fucking pandemic.
2: Jimmy F. bombed is, everybody. Write it down, write it down, note it. I don't know what the timestamp is on the podcast, but Jimmy F. bombed, it's a huge deal.
1: Is believing... In the rights of people to exist who are different than you is challenging your i'm going to go out on a limb straight white perspective that you've lived in your entire life on this world to think a little different and try to understand the experiences of those who do not have the same privileges that you do whether you want to acknowledge them or not so wb casey mo with all due disrespect i don't give a shit If you have lost respect for us or what you think we have talked about, because I will gladly continue to fight for what I believe in. And you know what? We do this for free. It's been a long week. There's been a lot going on in my personal life this week. You caught me on a night when I've had three hours sleep. So forgive me if I sound a little pissed off, but you caught me on a bad day. So goodbye. Don't come back. We won't miss you. The rest of you, I want to be clear. Again, if you disagree with us politically, you are more than welcome to stick around. You are more than welcome. I'm, I'm, most of my family disagrees with me vehemently on politics. That's fine. But what I don't stand for is when you come into to our space that we provide free for you on a our weekly house. cost and, and start sticking to sports us. And, and I'm not going to be here for that. So So goodbye. Adieu. I will not miss you good day oh sir oh my god different languages and stuff he's he's big
2: time man that 3 hours of sleep is no joke people he ain't playing around i'm making jokes cuz i'm uncomfortable and that's how i deal with things is with humor yeah <laughs> but this is i never seen you like this and i'm I so just, excited
1: i have no time for this anymore we got a fucking racist homophobic xenophobic goddamn you can't make transphobic you don't know. president who is yes. i'm not talking about i mean this dude based on his review i what can uh, i can make an educated guess it's an but, educated guess he could be
2: a biden supporter but maybe he's like how dare they shove that mask down the i
1: just i i have i have i have no time when 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 there when there is a president of the country challenging the very fabric of the democracy that has made up our country since 1776 with all of its flaws and everything i just no, get out of here with your you about to sing hamilton right now <laughs> i just yeah i i have no time and so that's that's what i have to say wbkcmo
2: yeah goodbye i got uh i i got i got nothing else man because <laughs> because that was that was hardcore i wish you guys i'm on video with jimmy right now i'm over here just biting my tongue and I, i'm sure he doesn't appreciate my faces and my jokes but uh that's me now that's me. yeah
1: i just like i said it's been it's been a few days so you know that's that's what i gotta say so we're gonna we're gonna move on to some happier reviews uh i mean you can go try to find a better skc podcast i guess but you won't
2: i mean this is is what it is you know
1: talk about video games wrestling what do you want (laughs) so here's here's a good one this one cheered me up this one made me very happy uh which one are you reading sporting Christie. oh it's the best can you want me to read this one and then you can read the next one i'll read the next one we're doing this live well if you want to do sport here you can do sporting christy you do sporting christy i can do sporting christy you do sporting christy okay you you need to take a minute by the way i'm just
2: gonna give you <laughs> give you some time sport, sporting christy hit us with the jimmy plus dan equals five stars okay and i was like oh wow algebra i love it uh i initially started listening don't <laughs> think up. that's algebra it uh, could be <laughs> I I initially started listening just for the SKC news. However, in our modern world, it is so nice to listen in on the banter of two friends as they discuss ducktales. That's that's a freaking throwback, bro. It's like a year ago. The importance of mask compliance, Mm -hmm. vegan food, and so much more. They have a natural rapport and exemplify what we should aspire to. Gentle education of a friend when he said something slightly off kilter. I assume that's probably me, and open minded acceptance during these moments. I think the two of you are role models more than you realize. Ignore the one star haters. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Jimmy and Dan.
1: Well, I, scroll- when I saw
2: that, I didn't see any one star haters. I was like, what's she talking about?
1: Yeah, I, I didn't either. <laughs> I <to> so, scroll. <laughs> first off, Sporting Christy, thank you very much. You, oh, yes. You, um, I, I cannot put into words how much that means to us. Clearly, I didn't ignore entirely the one-star haters. I felt like I had to get that off my chest. Um, but, you know, I, I am continuously amazed by the support and the outpouring that we have gotten over the last three plus years from, from our listener community. Um, we have met many of you and, and have had a fantastic time doing so. We have had listeners send us stuff from all over the country unsolicited, which is crazy scarves really and stuff yeah. um it's you know we've we've become friends with with a number of you um if we haven't met online at least digitally over twitter we've we've become friends um and and so i just want to say thank you one to sporting christy for that that incredibly kind review I, I i don't know how much of a role model either either of us are you know we, we just come on here and like we said before we've said this before you know we Are just recording the conversations that we were having anyway (laughs) so that's true um, but but thank you very much for those kind words absolutely so um and then we have one other five star review uh, from jason h417 my favorite skc podcast he says southwest missouri listener here uh, became a soccer mls and skc fan all at once after taking a norwegian exchange student we were hosting to a game at children's mercy park a few years ago that's very cool Uh, kept coming up for games and getting more interested in what was happening week to week. So we went looking for a podcast. These guys have a great show that is a perfect balance of SKC news, MLS and other soccer universe highlights, plus fun banter about current events, et cetera. Keep up the good work. So pretty cool, man. Thank you, Jason H. I appreciate that. Couple of good things. Hey, aren't you glad we, we
2: read the negative one first?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's one of those you want the good news or the bad news first. I never Mm -hmm. know which one. I don't know which one I want. Well, you know, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over any bad ratings or reviews. No, we get because you haven't even slept. We <laughs> yeah, had. Well, first off, that's true. Uh, but <laughs> second, 173 ratings so far. We're still averaging five out of five stars, and that's just a testament to uh, the support that we get from our listener community. Like I said, so thank you all very much. We we greatly appreciate it. I promise, if you leave a one star review, I'm I'm not gonna do that every time unless you tell me that you know you don't like the fact that I believe that certain people should have equal rights to exist. So uh, you're going to hit a trigger button if, if you do that. So um, anyway, let's uh, let's move on to talking a little bit about MLS cup playoffs because we're in we're in full playoff swing uh, sporting Kansas city obviously had a game against the San Jose earthquakes that gave us <laughs> more soccer than we anticipated that <clears> night or that afternoon because it went to extra time and then penalty kicks. But um, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to break down what happened in the game, but, but I just want to, we were texting, but what, as you were watching this penalty shootout, cause we're just going to jump right there at least to get a quick reaction. What's going through your mind as this is happening?
2: Well, normally, I mean, you just don't go into this thinking, it's Tim Milia, we're fine. But that thought is in the super back of your mind. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, like I'm comfortable, but it's still penalties. I'm not comfortable. You
1: know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
2: So, but God damn it. Then he, he he blocks it and then they shoot. Then he blocks it, he shoots. He blo- I'm just like, has that ever even happened? No. Just, and he's such a, he's so nonchalant about everything too well it's a combination of things you know a lot of people work really hard dude can't you just toot your own horn for one second other people do it people toot their own horns all the time yeah he just can't he can't do it goalkeeper is not a team effort dude goalkeeper you can thank your goalkeeper coaches but you are there on an island it's you right own it right
1: well it's certainly goalkeeper on a penalty kick is is not a team effort that's one -one. that's what i mean Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's Tim Melia is, I don't know I, if he's not statistically the best penalty kickstopper in the history of MLS, he's hes one of the top two or three. People but, still
2: say Ramondo, Ramondo, this, Ramondo, that. Now, he, it's not like he wants... Tim doesn't want to be at penalties. Like, hell no. Please right. finish the game. Don't put me in this position.
1: But I... I have watched many, many soccer games in my life as, as most of our listeners I'm sure have. And, and there's about, statistically speaking, there's about an 80% chance on average that a, any given penalty kick is converted into a goal. And that's why it gets a 0.8 XG. It's the highest XG shot that can be awarded on on the field.
2: It's like a free throw in basketball. You should make it.
1: It is built to give the penalty penalty kick taker, every advantage that there is. When Tim Melia steps up in goal, I never feel like there's an 80% chance we're about to give up a goal. I'm still, like you said, it's a penalty kick. It's hard. It's it's, I'm still nervous, but I would say that anytime Melia is in goal and we're defending against a penalty kick, whether it's in a shootout or an actual penalty kick in the middle of the game, I'm feeling like it's more like a 50 50 chance that it's about to be a goal or it's a stop, which still isn't like you don't want to have 50% chance it's about to be a goal. But like I will take that on penalty kicks against any other keeper in MLS and mm-hmm. it's not close. So absolutely, I just, he is, he is unreal.
2: And it, it goes back to when he was with Charleston Battery and uh, uh, before SKC times. I mean, this isn't new. I mean, he's always been good. So it's, I don't know. And yet he's still got no national team recognition to his name and it's that's a, a whole other conversation. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, but and dude, it- San Jose had every opportunity to take this, they mm-hmm. got themselves there mm-hmm. and then what they do just telegraph where they were kicking with their hips or with their eyes. They just showed Tim like, Hey, I'm going to kick it right
1: there. Well, that's what, I mean, we've talked, we've, we've, we've had Tim on the pod a couple of times um, this year and and we've asked him about his high success rate against penalty kick uh, shots. And, you know, he talks about how he, he studies uh, the, their tendencies ahead of time. Uh, he talks about how he can look for certain tells, you know, if they're sort of glancing with their eyes to one side or the other ahead of time, but like either, he made a deal with the devil sometime and sold his soul to be the world's best penalty kick taker or he he is he is the the one of the best sort of studiers wait but how
2: much studying can you do when it comes down to penalties yes you can study who takes the penalty kicks for this team if there's a foul in the box who takes it right you don't study every single player on a team because you don't expect them to take a, a penalty
1: yeah i mean well that's true that's a good point i mean you can if it if you're studying for a regular game, like the traditional penalty kick taker, like you said, you can study, do they tend to go to this side or that side, or is is it down the middle or 50, 50 split, whatever, but you're right. You you can't study uh, multiple players, assuming you're going to get to a penalty kick. There's too many other things that you have to worry about. So he just, now some people have said, and this is true, you know, these weren't the world's greatest penalty kicks necessarily that San Jose were taking, but still you know whether they may not be in the, the upper corners of, of the net but that's still a very hard thing to react and have the the split seconds that that Amelia does especially following on the heels of the weirdness that happened in the Orlando NYCFC game with the penalty kicks with the keeper getting shown a red card and then Brian Rowe coming in and then not coming in and then a field player having to play in in, in the net for Orlando so there's so just weird. so much to think about now and, and he's yeah. just unreal.
2: It's crazy, man. And this, the, the game in general, I mean, it, we can, you know, I assume we're going to break down every goal is that we're doing or are we out of time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, my rant off the top took all of our time. No, we we got, we're, we're good.
2: Unless you want to talk about games some more. We can talk <laughs> about
1: Xbox. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, we could talk about games too, but well, no, no,
2: the game went like this, man. It, it you know, uh, there was a goal. And then two more goals from the other team and then two goals from the other team. And then one goal from the other team. Like it's, it's crazy because when you score two goals in a row, you essentially should have the momentum, you know, you should be fired up, but it's just, it wasn't that way. They just, they were able to answer there at the end. It, it was bizarre to me.
1: Yeah. So let's, let's go through this game a little bit and we'll, and we'll get back and talk a little bit more about, about the penalty kicks. Uh, but we, we look at the lineup on the field. I don't think anything surprising for Sporting Casey, maybe kind of sorta of buzio starting in the midfield over Gotikinda but but outside yeah. of that
2: no Polito we, we figured yeah, he'd take a rest
1: we knew Polito was was pretty much out so Johnny Kyrie Gerso up top Roger Ilya Buzio in the midfield and then Lindsay Punchetch Reed Dia on the back line in front of Timelia about what we expected. So um, the, the you know Wando obviously on the other team he's he's a poacher we've talked about that Uh, Christian Espinoza, we we warned about him and his speed and what would happen if Amadou Dia got too far up in the attack and 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 that happened in this game but let's let's start with four minutes in not even three and a half minutes and in the fourth minute Sporting KC get a a corner kick Johnny Russell sends the ball into the box it's kind of near post Roger Espinoza gets his head to it and let me tell you this is just about a perfectly executed header goal off of a corner kick from Roger Espinosa. I believe they said this is his first playoff goal for Sporting KC. It
2: was, yeah. And I don't, you know, who knows if he was even trying to score. I mean, on a he- on a corner, you're just trying to get a head on it. And maybe yeah. it goes back post and someone else scores because I think Winston Reed was sitting right there at the back post crashing. ready for
1: it. Yep, he so was. So
2: if it didn't go, Winston Reed was probably going to chest or head it in.
1: I, I can't tell what the San Jose defender was, was doing with Winston Reed. I don't know if he let him go hoping that he was going to be offside or what, but you, you're absolutely right. Winston Reed was there unblocked on the back post, but this is something that San Jose was doing on, on both of sporting Casey's first two goals, uh, which came off set pieces is they were man marking San Jose uh, sporting KC, which means that, you know, traditionally on a corner kick, you'll look at how the defense is set up, and there's usually a guy kind of standing on each post with the keeper in the middle. There's a front post, back post, and and, and then keeper in the middle, and that's part of the the sort of zonal marking scheme. That it's it's just like basketball. There's zone defense and there's man to man defense. In most cases, most teams will do some sort of a zonal marking scheme with set pieces. San Jose does man marking, which means that it does not matter what position you are relative to where you're on the field. You are guarding a specific person and you are going to run with that person no matter where they go, which means that there's nobody on the back post. So it, it, it burned them four minutes into the game because if somebody was standing on that back post, that's an easy clearance off the line, but they didn't do it. So it, uh, it cost. Good
2: to see you, man. Roger scoring four or five minutes into the game. Like, but you start thinking, man, you never want to score too early. You know what I mean? But it is nice to get that first goal and uh, get, get off to the races.
1: Yeah. Well, so it was um, it's tough. Cause when, when you score that early, obviously, if, if you ask me at that point, do I want to be in San Jose's shoes or sporting case shoes? I want to be in sporting case shoes. but when you score that early, especially with, with a team like San Jose and, and how they play. And, and it, it's so weird. Peter talked about this. They can, sometimes they play like, you know, these crazy up and down games that they score seven goals and other times they look like they shouldn't be on an MLS field. But what it does is it forces them to open up a little bit more and, and become more aggressive in the attack. And 22nd minute, um, there, there was a situation where, uh, there was a switch across the field. I think the ball got down to, to Christian Espinoza. Um, Dia was, was a little, I don't think he was late closing out, but he just couldn't quite close out on espinosa how he wanted to uh the the defense couldn't clear it off and then carlos Fierro, kind of around uh the almost exactly at the penalty kick spot just was able to basically kick in a rebound and tim Melia was had already made kind of a save couldn't get up and, and that's that one one in the 22nd minute
2: Nah, dude don't uh don't give them any credit for any of their goals and i'll okay. tell you why because we assisted on two of them okay and the third one was just a lack of defensive effort. Like, Wondolowski never should have slipped in behind the line. So do not give San Jose any credit for any single goal.
1: Was was this one, was the first goal the one that went off Poonchets' face?
2: Uh, Bro, Punchech scored the first two goals of theirs. Like, <laughs> he, like, kicked one in as a deflection and headed one in uh, as a deflection. Like, it's just, it, it was Poonchets' two, Sporting KC
1: one. you know? I forget, because the angle that they keep showing on the replays like it's yeah. hard to see exactly what happens but the dude didn't even hit it on goal
2: even the announcers were like i mean you think he could have put it on goal but hey it worked out for him <laughs> you're you're 100 right and this is where my lack of sleep is, is it's ugly head guys this is not even a joke by the way jimmy did not know we were even playing minnesota united next week even though he tweeted it out he just forgot
1: <laughs> i did i, I text i text dan and we're recording this on tuesday like we normally do i text dan earlier and i'm like should we record tonight or should we record tomorrow and just released immediately he's like what are you talking about i was like, I was, why? like <laughs> I was like well we, we we want to know who we're going to play we won't know who we're going to play tomorrow he was like why don't we know who we're going to play we're we're, we're playing minnesota and i was like oh yeah you're you're right And he's like you literally tweeted that about it i was like i went right, to
2: my wife and i was good. like jimmy just broke my brain like I, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on
1: for for some reason i was thinking that who we played depended on whether it was the higher or the lower seed between Seattle, Seattle Rally, and sure. LAFC tonight. And that game doesn't start until 930 our time. And I was like, right. I'm not about to stay up. Until, I don't know if I'm going to make it through that whole game. I'm going to try. But it's a fixed bracket. So you, but, you thought it got right. reseeded. Yeah. And uh, I figured it out. But you're right. This is the, this is the goal that he kicked it. And it's, it's weird because
2: my dogs are here.
1: <laughs> the angle they show on the replay, you can't see it. But you're 100% right. This was the goal that. He kicked it and it was going to go five yards wide right of the net. And it bounced off Punchech's face and into yeah. the goal. And they, for some reason, gave the goal to Carlos Fierro. So
2: Yeah, definitely an own goal. Should have been. Yeah. But it is but what I, it
1: is. Now, the second goal, I am going to give them a little bit of credit for. And the reason I am is because they knew exactly what they needed to do to take advantage of something that that we predicted, um, which is – okay. Uh,
2: but again, uh-huh. look at where that shot's going. Look at where the shot's going. And then sure. Tim's got it. Tim's sure. there ready to
1: stop it. Right. But this is, this is. I, I mean, unless I'm going crazy, which it's possible because it's possible. based off of the last hour and a half of my life, I might yeah, be. Yeah, you're nuts. But we said in the last episode, Amadou likes to get up in the attack. Christian Espinosa is very Albert Elise-like in how fast he is and how they can exploit uh, that side of the field. True. And that's exactly what happened in the 34th minute. Uh, amadou dia was way up in the attack christian espinoza started getting in a foot race with winston reed and my lord that is not a contest and then he was able to cut it back to the uh the the late running chase Salinas, who it, you're right it bounced off of Punchech's foot and, and deflected into the goal but this one i'm good with them not giving an own goal it was on target no, for sure. It, if it's it was, on target and gets a deflection it's a goal but i just think like if it wasn't
2: deflected dude it's right into tim's arms he's right there
1: yeah. You're Tim probably read the whole right. thing, so you're probably you well, you're definitely right based on I'm watching the replay right you now. You see the replay? Tim's yeah.
2: right, he's ready for it, man. And it's just heartbreaking that you know it happens to Poonchets. Poor poor Roberto, man. He's probably like, This day sucks. <laughs> <laughs> First yeah. of all, I got hit in the face. Okay, and then I score a second goal for him. I what do I gotta do?
1: Yeah, that's I mean, look, you you as a a center back and and you've played center back in games before he you never you never know where the keeper is behind you so you're never gonna let the ball go past you and hope that the keeper's just there especially when it's on target but in this case had puncic missed it it's an easy save for tim
2: it's not a fun position to play dude your goalkeeper can get mad at you or you could deflect something i once tried to clear a ball so hard and i blasted it into our own net like (laughs) a goal like a galazzo dude right on the outside of my foot i was like i gotta clear this boom goal for them
1: i don't even understand the mechanics of that but it
2: like came off the outside of my foot while i was trying to kick it sideways out of bounds or some shit it was Uh, ridiculous and of course chris is like that's the best goal you've ever scored and i'm like i'll kill you
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well yeah so happens and
2: it's a scary position to be in man
1: it is so I like midfield because you're, you're not making you're not gonna get a lot of credit if things go well. You're not because you're not gonna really show up on the box score. Like, yeah, they have blocks yeah. and clearances, but Winston Reed
2: mind. He likes to get up there and, and on those corners, man.
1: That's true. I, Some people are pretty good about our
2: corners as of late. Set pieces, if this game man, was any indicator.
1: We had what seven set piece goals throughout the regular season and it was shortened, I think. And we had so, two in this game. <laughs> remember sporting KC of yesteryear where literally all we knew how to do was short corners? yeah I was like what is happening and now it's Johnny Russell Gianluca Buzio like both of them are able to 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 take these corner kicks and whip them in dangerously into the box so it's uh it's pretty good but yeah I mean we we kind of knew that Christian Espinosa had that that ability and he took advantage and some people are kind of getting on Winston Reed being like damn he's slow and well he's I a mean, tall guy can't he's he's a center back fast. he's played what 400 games in his career so it's not exactly like he's he's a young dude but also christian espinosa is really fast there's there's not any probably center backs in mls that can keep up with him in a foot race
2: right
1: well yeah you don't really expect
2: center backs to be able to keep up with a guy like that so i mean it is what it is it it also kind of sucks that i feel like winston reed wants to fight someone Um, (laughs) every game (laughs) i feel like he's on the verge of hitting someone in the mouth uh and it was almost maybe chris Wondolowski. i uh, yeah. was trying to get in his face and yeah. roger's the one holding chris back i was like roger usually you're the one uh punching brad davis is in the face <laughs>
1: yeah if uh if winston reed and chris Wondolowski square up and, and start throwing hands i uh I'm, I'm putting a lot of money on winston reed in that fight
2: oh probably dude he's, he's,
1: <laughs> he's
2: big scrappy but i mean he he did bend over and give that player on the ground a a piece of his mind. And that player jumped right in his face and was like, Oh, Hey, just kidding. I'm not injured. Ready to, (laughs) (laughs) I don't like what you said to me.
1: Yeah. It's fake
2: it a little better, bro. (laughs) I
1: I like Winston Reed though. I'm glad he's on our team. I'm I'm glad he's he's, that hot fire, man. He throws that hot sauce. He's pretty healthy. He's, he's got a, 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 now that we've seemingly set on what our first choice back line is it, it, He's a, a good commanding veteran presence back there that that has has stepped into what used to be Beasler's leadership role of the back line. Hey,
2: I, there's a quick side note: no Beasler or Zusi in a playoff game. It's a weird time, dude. Twenty twenty.
1: Very strange. <laughs> um, but Reed, I would not be surprised. Were you know if uh, if Johnny or or Roger for some reason were were unavailable in in a game i think winston reed gets the captain's armband i wouldn't be surprised no. i mean who i mean i don't think jerso or, or, or Kyrie get it ilia mean- I, could i i just you know i guess maybe the 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 knock on Ilye is sort of the same knock on winston reed i guess you could say as they both get a little hot-headed
2: yeah, but is always going to the ref. He's always talking and standing up for his team, and that's what the captain's supposed to do. The, the be, whole captain, quote-unquote, captain armband is, is nothing. It's not to say, like, you're the best player on the team. It's to say, like, you'll represent the team out yeah. there, you know? And Ilya would kill it.
1: It'd be one of the two of them, I think. But I do wonder if, like, Winston having all of that hundreds of games of EPL experience, like, he goes up to whatever terrible ref pro throwing out there this time and is like, dude, like, come on now. I've, yeah. I've played for, you know, 12, 13 years in the English Premier League. What are you doing? He sounds like a humble guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. That's what he would actually do. But, uh, what if we oh, my God, what if we had him on here and he's just like, yeah, what do you want? Like, my time <laughs> is very important.
1: What, what do you guys need? <laughs> no, I think I don't think he would have come to Sporting KC and MLS if he were that way i mean if he because we have a good judge of character man
2: and if he's a bad dude peter will cut him
1: yeah there's been plenty of people who have come here and did not have the right attitude and and they did not last if you're a great player
2: but a bad person in the locker room see ya Peter ain't got no time for you
1: and you know he he's worked his way back from injury he's supplanted matt beisler as the first choice left center back which is not an easy thing to do given beisler's history and uh yeah i don't know i just think I'd love to have him on, if for no other reason, to listen to his wonderful New Zealand accent.
2: Yeah, that would be great. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about to go watch Flight of the Concords. So, uh, <laughs>
1: well, uh, Winston, have you ever visited the Shire in New Zealand? That would be my first question. The
2: Shire? You're going to drop Lord of the Rings knowledge, and I'm going to be like, I'm the mother flipping rhinoceros. <laughs>
1: this is this is why, at least as of now, we have not yet had Winston read on this podcast.
2: Yeah to talk about the precious <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, my, it's one of my favorite movies so oh I, my lord i'd have to I'd have to they're th- making a show man
2: amazon know, show i'm
1: excited um Big let's buzzer. talk let's talk about this next sporting case goal. uh 47th minute just after the half uh, we are down uh two to one another corner kick Ilya gets up, sort of gets his back on the ball facing away from goal. Not sure how much he knows about this, like you said, but A little shoulder he's blade action do. back there. Does what he's got to do. Winston yeah. Reed tried to steal it. So maybe he's not he as honorable as we just were making him out to me. he thought about it. And Ilya wouldn't have cared. He'd be like, Yeah,
2: take an assist, whatever. I, I have no business being up here. Yeah. <laughs> the only
1: question, and it was Buzio who took this one. Another good dangerous ball. Um I don't think Winston Reed actually touched it. The only question would have been, was he on side? And, and I think he pretty clearly was. Um, but I don't know if that was, he just missed it, couldn't get a foot to it, or if that was just veteran savvy to say, hey, I don't need to touch this. Why risk making it an offside call if I don't need to? He let it go. So true. Phenomenal, two-two.
2: dude. I love that Ilya gets in there, man. He's not the biggest of dudes, but he's playing like it. And that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ilya, he, he obviously missed much of the first part of the year with um, family tragedy, and, and but it seems like there's been a couple of times in his career with Sporting KC now where he sort of had an extended period of rest for one reason or another, and he came back looking much better. Yeah, uh, I, You know, the first time it was he had played, I don't know, how many dozens of games in a row without missing, like, any minutes i don't think even and then he he started taking a little bit more of a rest and coming off the bench and it sort of gave him a a renewed sense of energy and again i think he's looked pretty good sort of working his way back into that starting lineup uh and it's nice to know that buzio can play that number six as well but Ilya looks good for sure so um 89th minute this this (laughs) this almost cost and kc their season um there was a corner kick off of san jose they took a short corner um did a couple of things Uh, pass the ball around, whip the ball into the box. Wando is there poaching like we know him to do onside, gets ahead to it at the six yard line. It's just him and Tim Melia. Thankfully for Sporting KC, he heads it directly at Tim Melia who reacts quickly, punches it away. It bounces off the left post, bounces around a little bit more uh, before it eventually is cleared. And our playoff lives flashed before my eyes. It
2: was a heart attack. That was a damn heart attack, man. Like,
1: Whoo, Like I, I just thinking about it, I'm, and that's
2: that's the exact same goal that he scores towards the end of this game, though. Uh, yeah, Wondolowski does, but yeah. Well, what, what, what poise, dude? What caliber that Wondolowski has, poacher or not? Say what you want to say about him. Everyone can, you know, cherry pickers in basketball. No one likes him. But like he, he's just standing down there and dunking on people, and, mm-hmm. and he's he's not a big dude either. Why is MLS, Winston Reed not all over him?
1: MLS all time leading goal scorer. Like, that doesn't yeah. happen by accident. Honest That's to not God. Not easy. Honest to God, the reason people hate on Wando is solely because of the World Cup goal.
2: Sure. And it sucks that that, that holds him back. It's like what USA wasn't going further than that. I mean, even if they got past that game, like it wasn't yeah. going much further.
1: <laughs> I'm not even sure he was onside, even. Like, I'd have to go back and look. He might have ended up being called offside for the goal anyway. But whatever. it's, you know, it sucks. Like, the dude's n- great. Nobody. <laughs> I'll say this. Nobody is more upset that Wando missed that goal in the World Cup than Chris Wondolowski
2: is. Say Wando had <laughs> say Wando had one more year in him. and he say he wanted to come to KC for one year. Would you take him? Like Brad Davis style? I'd take him off the bench.
1: I wouldn't yeah. have him start. Well, that's
2: what Brad Davis did. Yeah. Brad Davis was there for open cup depth. He played one year and, and bailed out.
1: Now Peter, I, I missed this, but someone told me after peter said on the broadcast after that wando told him he's got one more year
2: oh i thought peter was telling him like hey you need to come back
1: and david goss
2: on extra time was like i guarantee peter was like come to kc next year
1: Uh, and i was like don't put
2: that rumor out there because that that (laughs) sounds pretty cool man i I don't hate the guy. He seems like an upstanding dude. Everyone has nothing but nice things to say about him.
1: Yeah, no, I'd take him as a as a super sub off the bench. Yeah. Bring him in, in in the 80th minute when you need a goal. You know, throw him in an open cup game if you need to. Like sub, sub Polito out. Maybe Polito's kind of tired. Like eight minutes or something. I don't know. I I'd be surprised if he came back if he didn't play for the San Jose Earthquakes. But also maybe he wants right. to chase a ring. I don't know. That's that's so.
2: kind of where Brad Davis was, dude, with Houston. Like he left them
1: to come here and i know he's from missouri though so that had something to do with it i'm sure st louis yeah his family's near ish at the time mm-hmm. kansas city was the closest club to his family yeah uh 91st minute we're in the stoppage time jerso uh, had the ball getting nervous
2: um... about to go to extra time getting scared
1: yep uh amadou dia plays a, a gorgeous ball up to uh to jerso who uses his speed heads it down? Jerso does this man. Like his finishing is suspect at times, but how many times have you seen him run down this this left side, get a couple of good touches, get the ball down toward the end line, and then send a dangerous ball into the box? This is just that's what he does. He's huge.
2: That's all that's required of him. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I don't hate it, dude, because as long as those balls are going into
2: the box, he's doing what he needs There's to be chance. doing. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and then this oh, Kyrie Shelton. This from Kyrie is absolutely world-class this this little back heel off of his right foot letting it go past his left having the presence of mind to know somebody's probably behind him he i think he actually even does a little shoulder check and kind of looks and sees buzio there to have the presence of mind to say i'm not going to try to hold this up myself i'm going to back heel this directly to buzio fast as shit hard as hell hard as hell who has the presence of mind to know that's coming perfect touch to stop the ball in its tracks and then immediately fire off, off of his right foot. Yeah. It, it kind of bounces off the San Jose keeper, but he's so close and he hits it hard enough that it goes in at this point. I was like, my God, the 18 year old just sent us through to the next round of the playoffs.
2: If that comes to any normal person's feet, it's bouncing off our goddamn feet. Because that came fast. And Boosie was like, oh, I'll just take that. No. <laughs> no one settles that hard of a pass at that range. Like, that's professional shit, man. That's, hey, I'm I'm 18-year-old kid. I'm European bound. Like, yes. it's happening.
1: Well, and the thing I'll say about his finish, too, is, yeah, it kind of bounced off. What's it, Marcinkowski. I don't even remember what his know. name is. Kind of bounced off him a little bit. But buzio deserves a little bit of credit here too because you can see Marcinkowski is clearly leaning thinking Buzio's is trying to go far post because nine out of ten times if you're in that position as the attacker you're trying to slot it into the far post buzio went near post and you can yeah. just a little bit of lean that Marcinkowski had he wasn't able to correct his momentum enough to stop the ball
2: it was crazy so. it went like right in under his arm and it was beautiful so you know what happens after that you celebrate for three minutes. And that <laughs> guess what, folks? That referee's gonna throw that three minutes on to the added time.
1: Yeah. So, so come on. 97th minute when there's four minutes of stoppage time. San Jose whips a ball into the box. And wouldn't you know it, there he is, Chris Wondolowski standing at the six-yard line, right between two sporting KC defenders. Uh, neither punchech nor Jalen Lindsay are able to pick him up and Wando heads it in basically at point-blank range to tie this game and send it into extra time and Melia was pissed.
2: How's that happen? How's Lindsay not <laughs> yell at the center backs? Like, hey, got one got one coming behind you. Got one coming. Like, how does no one talk? It's I not like know. the stadium's full. They can hear each other.
1: I know a lot of people were very, very, very upset about this time. Melia, Paulo but... Nagamura... Peter Vermees, yeah, I even I knee tweeted jerk.
2: knee jerk reaction. I was mad.
1: I, I tweeted that like there was a long celebration, should have been more time added, shouldn't have been that much time. And and I will say this, I stand by that aspect of what I said because I was thinking only of of the celebration. Now, Matt Doyle from MLS Soccer, he he was trying to dunk on SKC fans and somewhat successfully for a long time after this. And, and he actually went back and specifically picked the out stopwatch. Yes, exact timing. And so he said, for those complaining about the seven minutes of stoppage, Buzio scored at 90-34, and the game did not kick off again until ninety two forty eight. So that's more than two minutes. Then at ninety five twenty seven, the ball went out for a goal kick. Tim Melia took 40 seconds, LOL, he put in parentheses, to put it back in play. So he said two minutes and 14 seconds of celebration plus 40 seconds of time wasting equals two minutes and 54 seconds beyond the original four minutes. Wando's header into the back of the net happened at two minutes and 48 seconds. He so put s-
2: LOL in parentheses. That son yeah. of a bitch. So, so <laughs> <laughs> technically he's correct. He is. Yeah. He's- and at the time I was like,
1: okay, I, I get it. I'm mad, but I get it. It's... By the book exactly, this is what's supposed to happen. Now, here is my frustration with how this played out. And this is basically my frustration with all of pro referees in general, is consistency. If we're gonna do that, I get the celebration. It was a long celebration. Sporting Casey absolutely did that on purpose. But if we're gonna look at Amelia taking 40 seconds to put a ball back into play, which in all honesty if you look, if you started the stopwatch for any average goal kick from when it went out to out of play to when it came back and became a live ball again, I would actually guess it's not that much different than 40 seconds because the keeper usually has to go walk over to get the ball. Sometimes they throw a quick squirt of water in and they walk over, they stand there, they push the people up. It's probably 30, 35 seconds. Like it's, it's not it's not terribly different. But if we're going to do that for this goal kick, then Matt Doyle, I would say we pretty much need to be for every goal kick happening throughout the entirety of the game, be starting and stopping the stopwatch. And then Sam, we better get the exact amount of stoppage time added for those because usually it's that doesn't really contribute. It's mostly injury time. True.
2: But if you're the players and you're that defensive line, like you have no one to blame but yourself. And, Correct. and I, I get that. I get being mad, like, wow, blow the damn whistle. What the hell? But also don't fall asleep. Now I know we're exhausted. I know it's been a you know long game, and now now you got to go play a longer game. Yeah, you know, and then into penalties. So it's we kind of did this in reverse, didn't we? We kind of talked about penalties and then <laughs> then talked about the game. But <laughs> it's uh, the defense needs to be more solid, and that's that's kind of been the question of the year, man. We've we've always said like, wow, there's no consistency on the back line. Whose starting spot is it? It's uh, it is what it is. But
1: we made it through, so. Well, and, and I for I, I totally agree with you. No matter what shenanigans may or may not be happening with the time, if you're a player on the field for SKC, you have to play to the whistle. You cannot let mental lapse happen, especially since this has happened to you before already this year with the Chicago Fire. You, you know what I did one time? Uh, I thought some dude uh, –
2: Touch St- touch the ball with his hand. I was like, oh, clear handball. So I grabbed the ball to pick it up for a free oh, kick.
1: no, yeah. The referee
2: didn't didn't call a handball, so now he calls a handball on me.
1: Yeah.
2: That dude takes the free kick, and they scored off of that free kick.
1: Oh, that's no bueno.
2: Couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. I shouldn't. You can't call the game for the referees. You just can't.
1: No bueno. I, yeah, that's that's not good. Don't, but don't feel sad for me.
2: Don't, what's this I, face you're doing?
1: I just. <laughs> I just want some consistency, and I think Mike Kuhn uh, from Blue Testament on Twitter down the byline, he, he sort of made the same argument, and, and he showed um, was it two games later, like the, the Portland game, where they didn't add more than like two seconds beyond the extra stoppage time, and there were stoppages for goal kicks and everything in that game. And so I think that's, the, that's if there's a frustration, that's what it is, is like why are we picking and choosing that, okay, for this game – we're going to keep track of every single second that a keeper keeps the ball preparing for a goal kick in stoppage time and add mm-hmm. all of that on when in other games, there've been games where it's happened to Sporting KC, where, yeah, we've been saying there's time wasting, you know, like crazy on the, on, on behalf of the other team. And then it hits the exact stoppage time mark and they blow the whistle. So it's just lack of consistency, but what else is yeah. new with pro referees? It's all good, man. It, it all worked out in the end.
2: And uh, gosh, we get to, Get to have another game
1: well and so to, to to go back to the penalties real quick i know we already talked the, uh, about them a lot and now how we felt but so i just sporting kc scored did we kick first
2: uh i don't think so i we? don't
1: yeah I think, I think we did yeah we kicked first. Um, was it i don't remember who went first but i think we we kicked first and and then Tim blocks the first penalty kick, and I was thinking, I was like, okay, this is good. I expect us to miss one penalty kick over the course of the five, because again, that goes to about eighty percent. But I was like, okay, Tim already blocked it. That's good. All we got, we just got to do, you know, just just pound these balls in, and, and we're good. That's what she said. Um,
2: pound the balls in.
1: <laughs> Holy shit! I'm again. I'm tired. That was oh not intentional. <laughs> then we score the second one and i'm like okay this is great and then tim blocked the second one and i was like that's when actually it was after he blocked the second one where i was like oh my god what if we what if what if tim shuts them out i've never seen this in my life what if we score three tim blocks three and it just ends and spoiler that's exactly what happens and and my mind was blown i just i've never seen it. anything like it I felt Peter, foolish. I was like, why was I stressed? Peter Vermees, even he, he said after, um, I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen a goalkeeper make the first three saves in penalty kicks. I've never witnessed it. It says a lot about Tim. He does this regularly. It's something special that he has. It really is. He's a different level. I don't get surprised a lot, but I was surprised tonight. Yeah. Which it's just, it's true. And I mean, they were talking about like, I think he's, he saved like, 45 46 something like that percent of of the penalty kicks that he's faced um in in regular time opta said that tamilia is the first goalkeeper to shut out an opponent in a traditional penalty shoot penalty shootout in MLS cup playoffs history um i think he's six and zero in his career in games that go to penalty kick shootouts
2: that's so. pretty cool pretty uh pretty good guy to have on your team I, this is job security for him right here man
1: yeah, it's just wild, man.
2: you but, know was crazy? When we had him on here, and I kind of asked how long he wants to keep playing, and mm-hmm. he's like, I, I didn't expect him to give a definitive number. He just dropped the number right away. I, think, well, I don't know, was it thirty-seven or something?
1: It was something like that. Yeah, thirty. 30. And I, I, I expect it was a few like, more years.
2: Okay, I expect him to be like, well, what you know, as long as my body allows. But he just goes thirty-seven. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. So you 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 have a time clock, and it started. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's i just i relish every moment we have with him because i can't put i would like to go back and try to figure out the number of wins that that tim Melia or the number of points that tim Melia has pretty much single-handedly saved for sporting KC throughout his career just being like by making these crazy saves that he's you know it's, it's not quite that simple but you know you could get a pretty decent idea that'd be an interesting so. little scrub Uh, The only other thing I wanted to mention that, that Peter, and and it's because we have a question about Buzio here that I want to get to uh, Peter, when talking about Buzio after the game said, I can't say enough about your effort tonight is what what he told him in the locker room. Um, Everybody always wants to look at goals and the assists, but the work that he put into the game and understanding what I asked him to do, he did it for almost 120 minutes. The kid is something special. I'm happy for him because he works really hard and he deserves to make the kind of contribution he did tonight. So he's, I mean, the growth of Buzio over the course of this season in in large part, because he was sort of forced into action with Ilya gone has been something pretty incredible to watch. And now the question that we got, uh, was, was from Drake Ewing. He said, what's your, what's your take on the, the Buzio to Barca rumors? Now I haven't heard another new one that's come up. So if there is a new one, I I've, I've missed that one specifically, but, buzio has been linked with barca he's been linked with juventus he's been linked with ac milan he's been linked with a number of big- chelsea maybe even came and scouted him at one point mm-hmm. these are i mean these are ooh, the world's biggest clubs at some point he's gonna be in europe i don't know for which club i don't know if he's gonna he's, he's not gonna walk into the barcelona starting lineup right and at this point i wouldn't want him to go to barcelona because they're a tire fire but he's going to go to Europe and, and he, he's got the potential.
2: He's spoken outwardly about it. I mean, he's, he's, he's very vocal about it.
1: Yeah. It's not a secret. He's, he's part Italian by heritage, I believe. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him in Syria. It's just, you know, he's AC Milan is a team that maybe, you know, I don't follow Syria that closely, but from, from people that I know who do they tend to play their young players more than a lot of other clubs. So, you know, yeah. There's that, but then again, Juventus, they have Weston McKinney in their starting lineup as well. So maybe that's an opportunity. So we'll see, but he'll he'll get that opportunity. But again, he's another player. Enjoy his time while he's here because I don't think it'll last forever. For sure. um, Let's see here. We did have one other question that came in um, from Connor Bateman. Uh, If Polito is back, who starts up top? besides him and Johnny. Guessing it's between Buzio and Shelton, unless Buzio starts at attacking mid again, but I'm assuming kind will start this next game. So if we have if we have Polito and we have Johnny, who are you putting on that other wing? I mean it's it's
2: I'd say Kyrie, because I like that burst of speed that Gerso comes in with off the bench. Yeah. But uh Gerso started last game, so that probably seems Doable, assuming Polito's back. I mean, they're not going to roll him out there if he's not one hundred and ten percent.
1: Right. Well, and the other thing too is at least to start the year, which it seems a little bit weird now that he's been named uh, Sporting Casey MVP. But Johnny Russell was coming off the bench. Kyrie was starting at right wing, and Johnny was coming off the bench. So
2: that's true. Johnny that's really possible. stepped it up. It took him a bit to get into the swing of things.
1: Yeah. So it's possible, but I think Johnny's playing really well right now. So I'd be surprised. They Peter just and I agree. Likes both Johnny and Kyrie on the right wing, but yeah. they could both play left wing. Johnny's left footed, so he could.
2: Yeah, but Johnny likes to cut in on that left foot. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. So no I would, I would guess Kyrie on the left. Like I, I think you're right. Uh, let's see here. You got anything else you want to say about the game? I mean, we're, we're taking on Minnesota United. How, how you feeling about that? Could be
2: Tuesday, could be Wednesday. So I mean, it. Uh, you know, we know the opponent very well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be anything new business as usual. And, uh,
1: well, I don't know, man, we, it might what? be something new. Cause they got Kai Kamara now.
2: They got Kai Kamara now, uh, Zyko Parra playing again yet. Or is he still,
1: that's a good question. Let me, I, I didn't, that. I didn't watch, but Hey, but,
2: depending on when the game is, I mean, are we going to, uh, when are we going to release next week? I mean, is it going to be, uh say the game's on Wednesday, we'll release, release Wednesday. And I guess we'll just release Wednesday regardless.
1: Maybe. That's a good question. Well, we'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll, yeah. Hopefully the game's Tuesday and we can record after the game. And then we'll talk about the game. But if it's on well, Wednesday. If we don't
2: even have a game, Jimmy thinks we don't have an opponent yet. So <laughs> there might not even be a game, whatever Jimmy's feeling.
1: If, if, if it's Wednesday, maybe we, we, we push it a day. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I just, that, it depends on, on maybe the following week's schedule, yeah. too. So well, I
2: don't want to preview Minnesota at all. Cause I felt like we've previewed Minnesota a few times this year. <laughs> you know, let's get past this round and go face a Seattle or something. Then let's get serious.
1: We'll see. We'll see. I mean, FC Dallas upset Portland in penalty kicks. I hate to see Dallas win, but I love to see Portland lose. So it was very, yeah. uh, it was very yeah. weird. Yeah. Well, and their penalty kick shootout was like the exact opposite of ours. Like they couldn't miss.
2: Yeah. They went a long time, like <laughs> it eight was round eight,
1: eight to seven or something eight to seven. Yeah and then uh tonight since we're recording on tuesday seattle versus lafc um i think i don't know if diego rossi's playing um vela i think is available but like man everybody that's going on international duty is coming back with coronavirus yeah so it's not good um just real quick in the other uh side of the country eastern conference um orlando beat nycfc we talked about the craziness that happened there um the Orlando keeper got shown a second yellow in uh, penalty kicks because he came off his line. And based off of the rules as written, currently that MLS plays under there is no warning. That's a straight yellow. That was his second yellow. He got sent off when you're in penalty kicks, you're not allowed to make a substitution, but they tried to sub in Brian Rowe, their backup keeper. Alan Chapman started to let it happen and then got sort of buzzed down from the var somebody i guess i don't know and was like hey this can't happen and it took like 10 minutes for them to figure it out before they eventually were like now nah, he can't come in a field player's got to come in but orlando still somehow beat NYCFC. so that's crazy and then uh, columbus beat the red bulls nashville wiped the floor with miami so it's um it's interesting we'll we'll see what happens the brackets are, are shaping up man it's uh moving right along we're m- moving along Um, I guess the only other SKC news that I want to touch on here is, uh, did you see this report out of the Kansas city star that there might be a streaming option available for both the Royals and sporting KC next year?
2: I did not see that.
1: So this is kind of weird. Um, Sinclair broadcasting owns all the Fox regional networks, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, they also either own or have a partnership with Bally's the like casino company okay so they have signed a deal where all of the fox sports regional networks will be rebranded as Bally sports networks and there's going to be a heavy focus on sports gambling but what this casey star article says um it, it's covering a, a bloomberg report that sinclair plans to launch an app this spring that would allow cable subscribers to watch their teams live No surprise, that's pretty standard. Uh, But after that, Sinclair would give viewers who cut the cord a chance to sign up so they could watch games too. While there has been no discussion of cost, the app would give Royals and SKC fans who don't have cable an opportunity to see games once again now that the other streaming options are gone. So good news, bad news situation. You're gonna have a, a new opportunity to stream games sort of as an a la carte pay directly to Sinclair. Bad news is you're gonna have to pay more to get something that you already had and obviously your cost of cable or YouTube TV or whatever didn't go down.
2: So there's an option, but it's, you know, not great.
1: Yeah. So whatever. We'll see. We don't know what, I mean, if we're talking five bucks a month, maybe a number of people do that. If we're talking 10, 15 bucks a month, I'm not going to do that.
2: Yeah. I'm (laughs) not sure I'm interested in that.
1: We'll see, but there's, there's movement, but, and this might only, This is only a thing for one, maybe two more years because there's the rumors that NLS is going to want to have some sort of national deal, if you will, even for local games. Gotcha. So we'll see. Sweet. Uh, The only other thing that I I wanted to touch on, I know we're kind of going a little long here, but did you see the athletic article, uh, the interview with the NYCFC intern who had accused David Villa of, uh, um, sexually harassing her
2: i saw the the cliff notes you know retweets and stuff i didn't actually read the
1: article yeah so i'm not going to go through the entire article if you have an athletic subscription i recommend you go and read it it's from uh, pablo mora who often covers dc united but is an athletic soccer writer um, this was something that came out uh, earlier in the summer she had tweeted about her experience it, it pretty terrible um, allegations against david Villa uh, and NYCFC. Uh, that he had sexually harassed her and appropriately touched her, that her bosses and higher-ups at the club knew and nobody did anything or even made light of it. Uh, it kind of went away for a bit. And then earlier, or, or I guess it was middle to end of last week, Jeff Carlisle of ESPN wrote that NYCFC came out with a statement and they said, hey, we've done our internal investigation we actually did determine that some players and staff members acted inappropriately. Some bad things happened. There was inappropriate touching. There was what they called teasing. Um, and, 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 and we are taking action. And that's all they said. Didn't say who didn't say anything, which, which that didn't sit well with a lot of people. So Pablo, we are taking
2: action by making a tweet. Right. That's, it, that's
1: what I see pretty much. So Pablo more talked to this intern and she goes into pretty grave detail and she's got text messages to back it up. Pablo talked to players who were on the NYCFC teams with uh, David Villa who corroborate her story. He has actual players say, yep, this happened as she remembers I was there. She says that, you know, there were a number of players who were supportive of her during all of this happening, but that her two uh, supervisors were actively making fun of this and and making jokes about her having a sexual relationship with David Villa. Um, NYCFC FC oh is, is not good, man.
2: Yeah, they need to clean some house and uh, figure some stuff out. You know, do some do the right thing.
1: This is this is like the type of stuff that like MLS needs to step in and do something about. I think because and there's a lot of uh, she talks about all the hate she got, which you know is not a surprise to any woman who's probably any woman ever, but especially women who have come forward with uh, allegations about sexual assault, sexual abuse, or sexual harassment. Is right. there is especially in sports a significant number of men who tend to say i don't believe you you just want this for money and especially with a star like david via there's a lot of people saying the same thing and i just nycfc said that although they didn't name david via probably because they're scared of him they said that yeah that things happened and players on the team although anonymously corroborated her story so this is just this is a bad situation and if you have the urge i would say to question her motives or her thoughts or any woman's motives when they come forward with sexual assault just don't stop it's like <laughs> just 98, no 98 percent or something like that of, of sexual assault allegations are usually found to be corroborated now the vast 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 majority of them never go prosecuted or punished because it's so difficult and in many cases when it's not worth it for the women to come forward because of all the shit that this uh intern Skylar Badillo is going through right now but just men gotta chill like just shut up and just believe women is what i'd say so
2: Billy, man i'm right there with you the uh it's an unfortunate situation it's bullshit all around um in the worst way so hopefully they'll do something man i will keep an eye on that developing story
1: yeah so we'll see but um <laughs> on that happy note that's about all i got so we'll, we'll end it on an actual slightly happier note predict it win or loss for sporting kc against minnesota
2: it's got to be a win right i mean uh, history has shown that we get it done against minnesota uh, yeah. when it matters um it's not gonna be easy i mean it's the playoffs man people step up the game but we are at home we do have a limited amount of fans showing out singing the whole 90 minutes or more and, and letting letting their voices be heard so mm-hmm. i i, I said a win against san jose we, we told you we were correct but it was very scary. So let's hope this one stays out of penalties, man. I'd be happy with a a perfectly boring one nil victory.
1: (laughs) I think Sporting Casey, are going to win. I do not think it will go to extra time. Uh, I think there will be some shenanigans that happen at some point, probably involving Kai Kamara. Oh yeah, (laughs) no doubt. But I, I think- I think this this will be a good game for sporting KC. The only thing we know for sure is it will not be Alan Chapman or any of the officials from the Orlando or NYCFC right. game because they've pulled off of all of the rest of the games. Yeah, they've been banned. So
2: I, I'm excited. I wish it was a weekend game. I, I feel I don't like watching playoffs on a Tuesday or Wednesday. That just feels weird. If, if this isn't college basketball, okay. Yeah. So it's uh but it is what it is. You know, at least soccer's getting uh, national TV time. So
1: Yeah. So that's all we got, man. So cool. Thank you guys so much for for listening with us and sticking with us again. If you were one of the people who left us the, the, the good reviews, um, so thank good. you very much. We, we very much appreciate it. If you have not let, yet left us a review, uh, please feel free to go do so. Clearly we'll read them. <laughs> we, we prefer the five-star uh, ratings and reviews if, if you are so inclined. Uh, make sure you follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan kuzer at jc max 03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other or shoot us an email no at gmail.com but until next week with hopefully another playoff victory pod he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya
2: don't tell jimmy to stick to sports